Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning. Good morning. The last the last uh, Breakfast with Champions segment for me of this year of 2021. What a year. 
What a year. And so what I'm going to talk about today a little bit is the idea. Well, I love the, um, the topic, you know, evolve into the absolute best version of yourself, which we really should all be doing on a consistent basis. It doesn't need to only happen towards the end of the year. But of course, you know, at this time of the year, the last couple of weeks of December, everyone's always thinking, uh-oh. Uh oh, what did I not accomplish? What do I still need to accomplish? What do I need to do better? What do I need to, you know, get my butt into gear for in January 2022? And so, what we were, you know, what I was excited to talk about today was something that I don't know if you guys are feeling this too the mixed messages that you're getting from all the people that you're following online when it comes to self development, getting better, getting stronger. And so I, I, I did it myself yesterday. Here's what I mean by this. Okay, so yesterday, and I, I always love having open dialogue, Barb. I know you're like that too. So if anyone wants to jump in, just jump in and we can kind of go back and forth. But here's what's interesting. So yesterday morning, I started my, um, I, I posted something on social media, a carousel on Instagram. You guys can go over there and check it out. And it's all about staying consistent. If I had to think of one word that covers um, or encapsulates what creates success, I would say the word consistency, right? You got to consistently be showing up, consistently check in, consistently creating those healthy habits, consistently creating content, consistent, 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 because none of us can create these, you know, hit these incredible goals by only doing it once, right? Just say you're practicing for a marathon. You can't go on a run one time and expect that you're going to nail that 30, how many miles? I think it's like 20, 26 miles. (laughs) 26.2. There you go. 26.2 miles. Exactly. You can't, there's no way. Trust me. I was just in Mexico last week and I ran every single day and the max I hit was four miles. And that was me basically dying on the floor. So you, you really need to push and do that consistently for, for months. It's called training. How about creating a business? Okay, people think that they can just go on Instagram and type up a couple of posts and maybe show up a couple of times on stories and that should be it. And then they don't get the results they want and they get frustrated. And so they stop because they're not seeing that instant result. What about weight loss or getting into the habit of eating better? or healthy or or eliminating something from your diet. This is all something that needs consistency. You can't add lemon water into your diet one day and expect to wake up the next day with clear skin and 10 pounds less. That's just not the way it works. So we need to practice consistency. And I think what I started the day off yesterday was like consistency. Don't give up. It's the end of the year. You got to keep going. Keep going hard. Go, go, go. And then... I, I coach this, this group of female entrepreneurs. It's called the Empire Collective. A few of them are here in this room. They're fantastic women, and I love them dearly. I see Sue down there. I know Angie's here. I have a lot of amazing women that, that are part of this community, and we did our hour, and it was so beautiful and actually kind of emotional. There's a lot of um, you know, ups and downs in everyone's life, and we just did a little check-in. And what I realized was, in that moment, we are too hard on ourselves. As women specifically, but I would say as entrepreneurs, we are too hard on ourselves to consistently do it all. And I don't know if you guys know this feeling, 
But do you wake up in the morning and jump in if you're here and you want to jump in on this thought? Because I, I really, my energy, um, you know, I, I get energy from other people's energy. So jump in. And I'm inviting a couple people that are, that are in the audience to jump up here. Do you guys wake up in the morning ever and have all these goals? right? Like today I'm going to do A, B, C, D, E, F. And you write down a list and you're like, I'm going to go, I'm doing all this. And by about 3 PM, 2 PM, you've accomplished maybe one of those things, but you're tired and you just don't feel like it. So then what you do is you don't do it. But then by the end of the night, you feel like a big old failure. Does anyone here experience that? If you experience that flash, your mics. Yes. Someone, Whoa, very that was a mic flash. someone really, someone on a train station, <laughs> somebody wanted to say, yeah, hell yeah. Someone is literally flying a plane currently in the engine and wanted to agree. Um, yeah. So this idea, right. That we put on ourselves, this, this pressure that we put on ourselves. And, you know, I see my friend Rita, who's here in the room and Rita, I'm going to, I'm going to jump to you in just a second because you and I, we had a little text exchange yesterday, right? Because you and I are similar. We are doers. We are goers. We want to always constantly accomplish. And what did your text to me say, Rita? Yeah, like I, I messaged Donna last night and I was like, okay, I just have to vocalize this and I know you're going to totally understand it. So I'm going to vocalize it. Like I have done nothing today, which was actually a planned thing to do nothing. And I am feeling anxious as hell about it. And I don't like it. And I'm feeling like my whole business is going to fall apart and everything is just going to burn down because I chose to do nothing today. And now that I've said it, it feels ridiculous, but I had to get it out there. And Donna and I had a conversation around, why are we like this? Why is that why our default feeling? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Why are we always going to be hard on ourselves when we do want to just relax and take a break. And it's because of what I mentioned before, this mixed messages that we get as entrepreneurs here in society, right? Of go, 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 but also take a break, relax. Take you guys, whoever. Very Is somebody person. like making a smoothie or something? Like <laughs> I just, I moved her to the audience. I got you, Donna. I moved her to the audience. She was oh just excited. God. It's so good, though. It's so good because whoever it was was so active and so excited, but just very loud. Um, so, so we get these mixed messages, right? We wake up in the morning. We're like, we've got to be, we've got to consistently show up. So in one day yesterday, I pulled this. I created a carousel post all about staying consistent and being consistent. And within five hours later, I created a reel that I remixed with the incredible, the amazing, my, my idol, Mel Robbins who said, you know what you should be doing the week before Christmas and New Year's? Nothing, nothing, do nothing. Because you know what? You've worked so freaking hard. You've accomplished so much this year. You've fought against an intense global pandemic and still woke up every day and worked. If you are here in this room on Breakfast of Champions on December 28th at 6.11 a.m. Pacific time or 9.11 a.m. Eastern time, it's because you are a doer, you care, you are a grower, you are a self-developer. Those are the things that you do. And so why can't we just revel in doing nothing? Like sitting next to our Christmas tree and doing a puzzle. Why can't, you know what I did last night, you guys? I bought that thing called Diamond Dots from um, 
from Michael's. I don't know if you know what Diamond Dots is, but it is incredible. So fun and so easy, but it keeps you busy. It's like this little gem. It's something that I would never spend time doing. It's crafting. Okay. But in one day I went from this idea of go, 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 go to whoa, 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 relax. And here in our businesses and our, in our lives as entrepreneurs, that's all we get. Do you guys wake up with mixed messages every day? Like create, create, create. No, take a break. Show up on stories every day. No, don't show up on stories. It's too much. Give people everything they need. No, don't. Because if you give them too much, they won't hire you. And so we get all of these mixed messages. And so what I wanted to talk about today was how do we consistently show up, but also honor ourselves when we don't feel like it? How do we do it all? And so when you guys think about this idea of trusting your gut and listening to your gut and trusting your intuition, and I'm not getting woo woo here, I'm trying to say this because I'm not, you know, I know a lot of people are really into all the manifestation and all of the spirituality stuff. It's not for me. For me, I'm more of black and white. I need a little bit more logic. I need to know, okay, how are the steps that I can get to where I need to go, right? And so what I decided to take in this year and really, really lean into was the idea of doing everything really intuitively. Meaning if I don't feel like creating a post today, I am not going to create a post today. If I don't feel like working out today, and by the way, you guys, I counted my workouts this year. It's embarrassing. I've worked out over 340 days this year. So I am a not embarrassing, junkie. badass, badass sister. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, if anyone knows that feeling, you should my, mm-hmm. my workout sister. But it's such a it's such a happy place for me. But if I woke up today and I said I don't feel like getting a sweat on, I don't feel like jumping on the Peloton or going over to F45. Guess what, you guys? I'm not gonna do it because here's what I do know: if you do anything in your life, in your business, in your world, half ASS or half uh, with intention or you don't actually want to do it, most likely it's not going to be done well. And here's the one thing I know about success. You have to love what you're doing to feel successful at it. If you don't love the process of what you're doing, whether it's in your work, whether it's in your relationship, whether it's in your lifestyle, whether it's in your uh, exercise, your makeup routine, your skincare routine, um, I'm trying to think of anything else. If you don't love it, most likely you're going to be pretty bad at it. And guess what? You're probably not going to continue showing up with it. You're not going to continue that skincare routine if it's 47 steps long and it hurts. <laughs> you're going to do something that makes you feel good, that is easy to achieve, and you enjoy the process. And that is the one goal for all of us, I think, going into 2022 rather than like do this go there go, da, 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 da. just think within yourself go within and say do I love what I do do I love who I'm with do I love the life I live now you don't have to like everything trust me there's a lot of things I really do not love in my business there's a lot of things guess what can't stand emails can't stand invoices can't stand scheduling, can't stand paying, um, doing all my payroll. I can't stand a lot of things. I love inspiring my clients. I love coaching. 
I love impacting. I love speaking. I love my podcast. I love writing. And those things are the reasons that I consistently show up doing it. Not because I know I have to, but because I know I want to. Here's another way that we can stay consistently, you know, true to ourselves and do what's good for ourselves. How many times have you heard that saying of edit the people in your lives? Edit those people that make- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. If you feel bad, right? Take them out. Now, a lot of times that's gonna be someone in your you know, close life. I'm going to share something with you guys really, really, really uh, vulnerable really quickly um, that I have not really fully shared on a stage, but uh, I have a very, very, very bad relationship with my dad. <clears throat> very bad. My dad is, um, you know, he's, he's battled sobriety his whole life, um, highly narcissistic, all of those fun things. When I was six years old, my dad kicked me out of his house at six years old. It was a beach house in Malibu. My dad was a very wealthy, was, was a very wealthy man um, who, uh, who had a drinking problem and also a lot of other problems and was very angry at my mom and took it out on me. And he had a beach house in Malibu right next door to Dustin Hoffman's house. We would play with Dustin Hoffman's kids. And it was the best summer of my life until one day I, I said something. I said something I shouldn't have said because it was a secret, right? My mom and my dad put me between themselves, them and their marriage and their divorce. And I said something that my mom didn't want me to tell my dad, but I did because I was six. And my dad was drunk and he was mad and he kicked me out of his house. He told me to pack my stuff and I stood with my eight-year-old sister, imagine, and it almost can make me cry because I have a six-year-old son right now. I stood on Pacific Coast Highway for one hour with my suitcase and in my little glasses that were glasses. And I see myself right now as that little six-year-old waiting for my mom to pick me up because I got kicked out of my dad's house because I did something wrong. I opened my mouth and I said the wrong thing. And why do I tell you guys this story? I tell you because it took me 40 years to stop saying that I needed to have my dad in my life. I no longer speak to my dad as of this year. It's been three months. Three months, I, I don't talk to him. And a lot of people think, you can't do that. That's your father. He's got his problems. He's got his things. How do you, how do you cut out a parent? Well, you cut out a parent because they make you feel like crap. Because they're not good for you. And so a lot of times you have to do that to the people that are, you know, blood closest to you, that gave you life. I don't feel bad about it anymore. It took me about 35 years to, to get strong enough to say no, right? I think in life what we do is we feel this need to do what quote unquote is supposed to be done, right? You have to follow a certain path. 
you have to go to college, you have to get the job, you have to go and get married, you have to have the kids, you have to go to temple or church, I'm Jewish, that's why I said temple first, you have to have a good relationship with your parents, you have to write Christmas cards, you have to do, you have to do, you have to do, and guess what, you don't have to do anything unless it's paying your bills and, you know, I'm going to say brush your teeth, <laughs> go to the doctor, right? We need to honor what feels good for us. We need to put ourselves first sometimes. And a lot of times that's going to mean editing out people in your life that make you feel like crap. So I hate that I had to go with that deep story, but it just came to me right now, the idea of you know, this is the first Hanukkah that I didn't say happy Hanukkah to my dad, right? That's pretty intense, but I'm so much happier for it because every time I did say happy Hanukkah, it never ended well, right? You know those people. You reach out to give love and you always feel worse after. So be consistent with editing out the people in your life that make you feel bad. Be consistent with finding the activities and the exercises that you love. You will never stick with a workout routine if you hate it. Don't force yourself to push through an awful, you know, I know those people and I honor those people that do the 75 hard. I could never do 75 hard. I couldn't even do three day hards. I don't even know what that is, but I couldn't do it. I just know it because if I cut out Nutella in my life for more than one day, I am a depressed human being and I don't want to do that. Is it even worth living without Nutella for you, Donna Bowling? Is it even No, it? no, no. My life is only worth the, the spoonful of Nutella I get at night, the 10 spoonfuls, but we don't have to talk. I will do another room all about Nutella. I'm still waiting for them to sponsor me. But here's the thing. I know me and I know myself well enough to know that if I was on a diet that said, you will never be able to eat Nutella, I'm going to cheat. It's not going to happen because I want to be able to like what I'm doing so that I can be good at what I'm doing so that I can stick with what I am doing. All right. What about this? How many times have you guys started a book or a TV show because everyone says how good it is, right? Oh my gosh, you have to read this book. It's so good. Or you have to watch this show. It's the best show. And you watch two episodes or you read three chapters and you are miserable. You are hate watching. Okay, you can't stand it, you guys. Please don't get mad at me. That's Game of Thrones for me. Okay, I really do not enjoy Game of Thrones. <laughs> never could, never could get into it. I know a lot of people are freaking out over that idea, but I couldn't get into it. And I pushed because here I am, like my husband watches Game of Thrones. All my friends, everyone's talking about how good the Red Wedding is. I don't, I couldn't do it. So I honored myself and I stopped watching the freaking show. And guess what? I gained hours of my life back. I stop reading books if I don't like it after chapter three. Why am I reading a book? Am I in school? Is it a textbook? Am I getting quizzed on it tomorrow? No. Bye. It's a waste of our time. We stick with things and we do things in our life all the time. That is a waste of our time, but we do it because we are thinking in our, in our brains. We have to, we have to, everyone says you have to do it. So I am going to give you guys the permission 
And I, we have a few more minutes and I would love to hear your thoughts because I'm getting DMs like crazy. And I'm sure there's a lot of people up here on the stage that would love to jump in. How do you guys feel about this idea of going into 2022, really honoring what feels good? What feels good rather than what we're supposed to be doing? What feels good when it comes to what we consume, who we spend our time with, what we do for our business, what programs and offers we create, what clients we work with? Start saying no. Start saying no to the things you don't love and start saying yes to the things you love only. How amazing would that be for our lives? I guarantee you it's going to lead you to a better path. So what do you guys think? Who wants to jump in here? Ooh, I'd love to, if that's possible, Donna. Yeah, go ahead. Who is that? This is Taisy. Um, oh, hey, how are you doing? Um, I'm loving what is just being shared and so much of what you just shared I resonated with. Um, I was not in contact with my dad and he passed away. And when I was making that choice, so many people were saying the same thing to me. He's your dad. You know, you have to do this. And I, I was consciously thinking about that and um, always. And, you know, he passed away and it was the right decision for me. Um, I don't have any regrets for that. It was wise on my choice. I did it with love. Um, and I just wanted to say, you know, I have not heard anyone else share what you were sharing as far as that. And I really, you know, I resonated with that. And the one other thing I wanted to say is um, really that when it comes to, so I'm a horse trainer by, you know, trade, like historically. And, um, and there's, there is a purpose for that, you know, raw, raw, inciting energy that's, um, I almost want to say rigid in the sense that it's just getting the momentum going. But once you've got momentum going, you've got to get into the flow and that needs that relaxation into that ebb and flow and that staying connectedness with, you know, connected with the present moment and what it needs once you get the flow going. And I often find that when I look at the human world versus, say, the horse world, is that we don't honor those needs for different phases and, um, you know, settling back in like you're saying yeah there's that there's that usefulness of kind of pushing at yourself but if you keep doing that then you start denying yourself and you start denying the moment you're in so um i just resonated with what you're saying oh thank you so much i appreciate that tazy and you know for anyone that has a struggling relationship with a parent or anyone in your life and struggles with the idea of oh my gosh but what if they die and, and I don't get to, uh, you know, kind of speak to them. Am I going to wake up with guilt every day of my life? I want you to write this down. Um, his name is Rabbi Steve Leder, L-E-D-E-R. And he wrote a book called The Beauty of What Remains. And it's about death. And it's about, um, because, you know, as a rabbi, he, he's had to sit over and do his final, you know, prayers over a lot of dying people in his life. And he wrote such a beautiful book. He's a smart man. And he wrote such a beautiful book about this idea of we live our lives thinking, oh, my gosh, the guilt. What's going to happen if they die and we don't have that relationship? But here's the thing. If someone is a crappy person when they're alive, they're going to be a crappy person when they're dying, too. And so a lot of people feel this need to like, you know, 
it's the guilt thing. But a person is a person. And if they are, are horrible to you, if they treat you badly, if they make you feel awful consistently, being there for them in their dying days will not change that for you. It won't. So we have to rid that guilt of ourselves. And that's a bigger topic, obviously. But um, thank you, Casey, for saying that. Anyone else want to jump in? Hey, here? Donna. Hey, Donna. Sarah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Sarah, go ahead first. And then I don't know who was Thanks. next, but first, Sarah. I'll go super speedy. Oh, um, I love this segment. I love hearing your voice. And um, here's what I love about what you were saying. We do so many segments around time blocking, around the value of your time, around how much money your time is worth. But then, like you're saying, people get a book that they don't actually like to read or start a show that they don't actually like to watch and they force themselves to keep wasting time on it or they start a workout routine that's not a fit for them and I think the power in identifying like this isn't a great use of my time in leisure time as well like this isn't actually restful for me this isn't actually enjoyable like I just thought that was really salient and uh love hearing your voice this morning with that I'll pass the mic back good morning uh, yes we spend good way morning. too much time on things that we don't like who's that saying good morning Dolores Hi, Dolores. You have just a, a minute or two before we're done with the segment. Okay, no problem. I just wanted to say good morning to all of you all. Um, I had struggled for over 40 years with my father not being there. And I was very angry because my mom passed. She was 21. And I was raised by my grandmother who was very, very toxic. And I was holding all this pain. And one thing with my father, I watched, I heard Tony Robbins tell a young woman that you are the best thing that your parent has ever done. And that allowed me to go see my father without judgment, but realizing I don't have to bring him fully into my life, but that I am the best thing that he's ever done. He's just missed out on some of the best years of my life. Secondly, with my grandmother, whom I never wanted her to touch me because it was so painful, um, I got quiet. And because of God's grace, he said, I just want you to listen to her story. And so he allowed me to hear her pain and hear her heart. And as a result of that, I was able to see her in the little girl she was. And I was able to begin to release her because she was still stuck as a little girl, a teenager who had been abused. And she didn't know how to give me what I needed. So I thank God for that because I had to free myself from that. But I did tell her at one point, you know, if you treat me this way, I'm not going to come around. And I had to honor that. And eventually she, she, she caught on to it. I'm Dolores Jones. I'm landing the plane and you all have an amazing day. Oh, thank you so much, Dolores. Yep. Yep. At the end of the day, some people can change. Most people cannot, but that is, uh, that's going to be the end of my segment over here. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.